You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course... Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Yes, this is a podcast about NXT. Yes. We we watch it every Wednesday. We, we do. We talk about it every Wednesday. We do. Soon to be every Tuesday. Yeah. So Wednesday, friends, we will now be Tuesday. Tuesday, friends. friends. Yeah. It's going to feel a bit weird. Yeah. Um, changing our schedules and everything. Right off the bat, letting you know, we said, if they change days, well, damn it, so do we. So do we. That's how committed we are to NXT. There's black and gold run through our veins. How do you feel about it? Like, so you've obviously got your your work sorted. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I told my boss, look, NXT's moving to Tuesdays. I gotta, I gotta watch it. How do you feel? Because we've had, for the last <laughs> however long, what is it, 18 months now, Dynamite's been going, something like that. We've been having NXT. We do our post-show. Yeah. We have a little walk, and then we watch AEW kind of kind of relaxing, being like, work's done, we're going to sit back and watch AEW. Yeah. Um, now we're going to be bo- doing both live, which is great for spoilers, but I don't know, there's some been something nice about our routine we've had. Yeah, so like again, we we've been doing this NXT podcast uh coming up to 3 years. Mm. More on that in a little bit. Uh but yeah, we've been covering NXT and AEW's coming to the picture around the same time when NXT moved to USA Network and that's when we decided to launch our Patreon. So, we've been podcasting from from time now and it's been Wednesday Night War. And I guess uh you know, what what did Dido once say? We won't go down with the ship. I will hold my hands, hands up, up and, and surrender. surrender. 
Waving the white flag? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess NXT's waving the white flag and moving to Tuesdays. But uh, I think it just helps pro wrestling in general. Uh, yeah. We've talked about on this show, you pick and choose what you watch. If you like your Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton, bloody fiend thing, then you watch that. If you like technical wrestling, you watch your, I don't know, your pure stuff, your whatever stuff. But if you like NXT and you like AW, now it's on two separate days. And like you mentioned, it kind of changes our routine, but now we can kind of watch AW like live. Both, both live. Yeah. And be and unspoiled. Kind of be with the cool, cool kids now yeah. with the fun show. Cause we do cover AEW every Thursday right now. Uh, soon to be Wednesday nights when this change happens. Mm. Uh, soon to be Wednesday nights, we'll we'll be going live after Dynamite as well for BD Elite, which is on this feed as well. So check out our our thoughts on AEW week to week as well. But and yeah, yesterday um, did the kind of last for now deep impact as obviously impacts moving from Tuesdays to Thursdays. Mm. But we just heard that we're going into another lockdown here in <laughs> Toronto, which means I've lost my job once again. As of Saturday. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe there'll be a bit more impact talk than I thought. Wow. <laughs> so maybe you will be talking more. Maybe. About, you just maybe. can't escape Johnny Swinger. Yeah. You can't. I ever. love Johnny Swinger. Yeah. Swinger's great. And Tony Khan on all sorts on of... On all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the character of Tony Khan. The character Khan. <laughs> of Tony Khan. He's a bit ridiculous. But I guess we can talk about that on uh, tomorrow's show for BD Elite with the forbidden doors. Mm. There's lots of forbidden doors open these days. So many. Just doors. Unfortunately, just not for bars and restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... So we uh, we mentioned we're we're celebrating a birthday. The BDE turns three. BD three. Mm. BD three. It's WrestleMania season, so we have a lot of stuff going on uh, because it's like Christmas time for wrestling fans. There's all sorts oh, yeah. of stuff. Normally, you'd be traveling to some city, meeting up with fans and and listeners and friends, and going to the shows. And there's all sorts of stuff to do. Now we're still well, we're in Canada and we're way behind. Yeah, so we're stuck here. But some people can go to the show. So it's back in business, and we're r- remaining in business, and we're doing so many shows, including Post Wrestling Podcast Day, where me and you, we do a show called Best Match Ever, Well, we're busting out the worst match ever, worst WrestleMania matches ever, noon this Sunday. Uh, the podcast will eventually come out, drop, uh, I think, on this very feed. We're going to put it on this feed on the Monday, kicking off our WrestleMania week. Right. Um. Yeah, we've done... Plenty of best match ever's before. Last year we did best WrestleMania openers right. and best WrestleMania main events. So we thought we've talked about a lot of the best. We should talk about the worst. That's right. So... And that's what we're doing on post podcast day, talking about the worst <sighs> WrestleMania matches ever. So Michael Cole, Jerry the King Lawler, Big Show, Akibono. Yeah. There's a lot. You sent me a list Boss today. Man taker. I'm not. I, I kind of regret. Uh, I have no regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah, no regrets. But this show is going to be great. So if you if you are a patron to post wrestling, you'll be able to hang out live while we record the show this Saturday. We're on at noon for one hour. But again, if you miss this, we'll eventually put out the show on this feed uh, come Monday. So check out our worst WrestleMania matches ever, which should be uh, a riot and a half because we're we're in the we're past the fast lane. And we're hitting the green light to to WrestleMania because we're going to be doing a WrestleMania up next tailgate 
for our patrons on Saturday, night one of WrestleMania, before the show. All our patrons, if you are a member, you get to hang out with us. We're going to be doing a, a crazy little Zoom party before night one of WrestleMania, which then we will be doing a watch along for. We're going to get right twisted and not even do a post show because we just said no. But then the second night yes. of WrestleMania, we'll do a watch along and a post show. I feel night two, we're going to then regret it and be like, why we could have had half the work done yesterday. But no, we're going to enjoy night one and night two will follow up with a post show. Uh, that's obviously going to be on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash up next podcast. And friends of the show, uh, if you know, we're going to be joined for a watch. We, we usually, we let our patrons join us for these mm. watch alongs. So another reason to join, uh, the patron, Patreon there. But someone has thrown his, his hat in here for to the watch along. And oh, yeah? I guess I have to announce it, but for WrestleMania watch along, we will be joined by Brandon from New Jersey. Oh. He's returning. He's he's a Brock Lesnar. Just does the big four, does he? I will never retire. <laughs> he's going to be joining us. So that I'm looking for. We can't hang out in person. So again, come out and hang out with all the watch longs and stuff. Of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Uh, again, so that's like a Zoom party for all the patrons uh, of night one of WrestleMania before WrestleMania. Watch alongs and stuff. But of course, we're NXT. So right off the bat, watch alongs for both nights of TakeOver and post shows both nights as well, meaning Wednesday and Thursday next week. Yes. We'll be recording these shows. Absolutely. All the podcasts for you. Yeah. And tomorrow, just to plug a bit more, tomorrow is April 1st, which means it's a brand new month and the best time to sign up to our Patreon. Uh, the way Patreon works, it charges you uh, per month. Mm-hmm. So if you sign up on the 29th of March you will be charged again on the first. So the first is the best month, time of the month to sign up. And we've got so many shows announced. Starting off, we're joined by Jordan Goodman tomorrow, April 1st, for best match ever, Doink the Clown. Oh my God. One of the greatest technicians in the history (laughs) of the WWF. Ring general. Uh, We're going to be looking back at the career of Doink the Clown. Okay, so it's April Fool's. And we're doing a best match ever, Doink the Clown. The The joke is, I don't have to watch them and we trick Jordan, right? Uh, we don't watch the matches and he did it and that's that, the joke. Is that the trick? That's the joke. Or is the trick you're going to be coming in super unprepared and looking very unprofessional and showing yourself up? Because we wanted you to think or that you're not watching them. Or it's April Fool's and we're secretly doing a best match ever, like, Okada Tanahashi feud or something. Yeah. Well, you, you, we won't know until we put the show out. Yeah. Best match ever. Is it Doink the Clown with Jordan Goodman out tomorrow? We'll say Doink the Clown versus 1-2-3 Kid. Mm. Pretty good match. Good match. Good match. I mean, maybe. He's had some Allegedly. good matches. Maybe it was a good match. Uh, we have a lot of shows. Yes. So many other for the rest of the month. We're going to be talking more best match ever from WrestleMania. So many more was next. Up next Mania, Thursday the 15th. We'll be playing loads of games. We've got our very own WrestleMania in Up Next. That's going to be live on Twitch. We're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. We're going to be talking about Melbourne City Wrestling. We're going to be talking about The Outsiders. We're all over the shop next month. Check out our Twitter. All of it's on there. Yeah, uh, patreon.com slash upnext. We mentioned all the shows that we have lined up. If you sign up right now at the beginning of the month for only five bucks North American tier or like seven Canadian dollars. Sorry, Canadians. Uh... You get access to all the shows that we have coming out this month and access to all those things 
and everything that we've uh, we've done in the back catalog. So that is like hundreds of podcasts, including we just did one with a world champ for Up Yours, Brent Nichols, who picked uh, Brent Nichols. I don't know why I had an, <laughs> an S to him, but uh, but uh, he chose WWF In Your House Stampede, which we did a show of last week, featuring like what some call like the best pay-per-view in that era, which is randomly like Taker, Vader, Sasuke, Michinoku, yeah, uh, and then the crazy, the heart- crazy ten man, yeah, the Canada versus U.S. Uh, that was such a fun show. Uh, Brent is a is a world champ patron out in like Calgary, and we we talk about westerns and cowboys and stuff. But he he tells us that he listens to us when he's out in the farms and and doing his cowboy ringing and the, getting the cows all you know. He offered me a job. That, he was very kind. It's when, crazy when we went into lockdown. Yeah, Mark one. Fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, super nice guy and okay. great chat. Yeah, he gave me a job on the farm. What I'm about to say is like, yeah, that was such a fun show because, uh, and and this ju- the, shout out Brent because he, he offered you. You could have been a cowboy, cowboy Davey Foreman. I could. Oh, I think that's gimmick <laughs> infringement there. <laughs> Not if you live the gimmick though. If you go through it. Uh, but all, all our all our listeners who listen to us, uh, whether it be this show or, or patrons as well, but listen in wh- while you're on the job or while you're you're driving or wherever it is that you're listening to, uh, we appreciate you uh, having us along for the ride there, and we hope you you uh, you get your day through because of us, and we we like helping and we, we like doing it for entertainment. And he he helped me remind me that that's that's why I got into this. It's like this is a job where uh, we're a weird form of entertainment talking about wrestling, but. Uh, we, we bring it to the people. So I, I like, I like hearing about farmers out listening to us talk about NXT <laughs> randomly while you're doing your job and stuff. And, uh, I appreciate it. So if you, uh, want to do support us, go to Patreon because we're moving in a month. So that five bucks really, uh, oh, it really helps. It would really help us, yeah. especially with the city going into lockdown again. <laughs> so patreon.com slash up next for access for all these podcasts. I get on you double wide, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, where you can get all the podcasts because yes. we do so many. We do was next talking about some old NXT. We're talking about the Shield interrupting triple threat matches and Dusty Rhodes and Sasha Banks, all, all sorts of different stuff. We just recorded Funkadactyls, Funkadactyls, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all some some crazy stuff. So uh, check out the Patreon and uh, you won't be disappointed. We put a lot of hard work into uh, these pods and we have so much fun doing it. So yeah. Now we went on Twitch the other day. Yeah. Uh, we watched the end of Raw. It was fantastic. We put on some Doink the Clown. Right. And oh, I know. You're, you're talking about some breaking Mondays. News. Mondays recently have been all about Ted. We, we've we <laughs> gone on a bit of a Ted Danson kick. So come in, hang out. We'll talk about Ted Danson and cheers the many great Teds. But then you just decided to drop an absolute bombshell. Yeah. This was the equivalent of J.J. Abrams revealing that the Emperor is actually alive in a game of Fortnite. Yeah, I know. This was the equivalent. You're about to, you're you're about to say I dropped some some the big news. You did. The big news is it's about to be a white boy summer. No, wait, that's not that's not the right news. Uh, the big news is I finally watched the Shawshank Redemption. Unbelievable! Wow, give me give me a hand. I, a I'm, of I'm proud of you. I'm proud <laughs> it was of great. You. It's a good film, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Morgan Freeman just like giving it his all. Yeah. Uh, who plays the main guy? Who plays uh, Shaw? T- who Tim, plays Hank? Tim Robbins? No, not Tim, Tim Robbins. Robbins. Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Robbins. Yeah, he's great. Um, there's now I understand like references and yeah. memes and all sorts of just wonderful things. It's funny. I actually watched the Family Guy recently where they do three Stephen King books. Okay. And they do Shawshank. 
Stephen King wrote it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's one of the short books. Yeah, I think Stephen King's a pretty good writer. That makes sense. Yeah. No, great. It's been a long time since I've seen the film. I don't know how it's I... fantastic. I, I didn't avoid spoilers. This yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, "Is this gonna happen? What's gonna happen?" And I didn't, I didn't know it was gonna happen. I just love how the whole film—it's like, oh yeah, no, yeah, as if I'm gonna be able to tunnel through this wall with this. Yeah, okay. It's like, fucking did it. Remind me of Prison Break. Yeah, that's where they totally just saw that movie. Someone saw that. A lot of people watched that movie and were like, "Oh, that was, that was great." Yeah, I mean, it's- and then someone, what about we add government conspiracy? For prison break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and tattoos all over the body. Uh, I will say I loved, I thought Shawshank Redemption was a really good movie. It's no Ninja Turtles. Okay. I will give you that. I'll, I'll say it's a good movie, but Ninja Turtles is still high up on the, the, the threshold there. Um, but no, good, good, good film. It's a good film. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. I also recently, um, I downloaded, I, I subscribed to Shudder again randomly mm. to watch random horror movies in the middle of the night when you definitely should not do that yeah and then i bought it to watch one specific movie and then it's like we don't have this movie and i'm like well i just i just subscribed to you so then i found my movie by other means but i watched this like japanese horror movie called pulse okay and don't watch it at like two in the morning by yourself really stoned don't (laughs) (laughs) there's like 20 minutes left i just just recorded a show earlier today and i go off about (laughs) nightmares i have and how I've got PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't thanks for the advice. That's great. That's great. Uh, I'm, I'm all about the, the retro uh, Japanese horror movies, but I'm big Japanese movie ca- coming out today. And I know uh, I'll, I'm a little behind because it literally came out today, but maybe next week on Up Next, I'll give some, uh, it's next week is Takeover, but uh, uh, I know some sometime in the future, I'll give my thoughts on the new uh, Godzilla versus King Kong because mm. I'm definitely interested in, in seeing that. At work, we were airing some of the old throwback Godzilla ones, and they're so ridiculous. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm all in for this. So thoughts on that to come. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure John Cena and Mike Hogan are going to be talking all about it on the Twitch stream this Friday, 6.30. The other guys, go and join them. They talk all about the latest movies, TV, leading into a SmackDown watch-along. So always stuff going on there. Yeah. But I, I think I'm going to try and catch up. So For I Godzilla? Could, yeah, I think so. Uh, like, you don't need to go back and watch every Godzilla. I'm going to watch them all. No. No, I just want to watch don't uh, that. Skull Island. I think that's the only one I need to watch. Right? Uh, yeah. The last one was the Brian Cranston one? No. No, no. King of Monsters. Okay, I need to see that one. It's on, well. like, the streaming yeah, services. Right. It's okay. Uh, this one, um, the tra- thing with trailers, though, trailers for movies can give away things. So instantly... If I don't see, like, sorry, it was in the trailer, but I haven't watched the movie yet. If I don't see Mecha Godzilla in this movie, I'm going to be upset because I was teased it in right. the trailer. So it's like, well, I want to, want to see it. Uh, another one I'm interested in is Mortal Kombat. And that's why I decided we should do like the throwback yeah. to the, the OG movie this month later, uh, for the Patreon. So we'll be talking all about that because that movie was, we were airing commercials during NXT and I'm like, oh, that looks sick. I find pandemics have stopped me, uh, watching trailers. Okay. Because I'm just, I don't trust it's going to come out when you tell me. And I don't really want to get too excited about a film coming out potentially in three years or whatever, <laughs> you know? So I've kind of just stopped watching any of the trailers. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I've just been like watching movies and, and stuff and the weather's been getting nicer, but we've been, we've been recording some of our shows outside again when we can, because it's like, like we mentioned, we're moving. We're not sure if we'll have the BD MSG for, for much longer. Mm. So. Uh, but, um, I did something a little interesting as well last week. And I know 
there's you, there's no live music at least here in Canada right now but some bars around Canada are doing like live streams where bands go and they play and stuff like that one of my favorite bands is a local uh like Canada ska punk plant smashers they they've done some live streams through the pandemic that I've paid for and watched and joined and it's been such a riot but they were doing one at Horseshoe which is downtown Toronto so I was like I know the back street of that has little areas I could just sit and I wonder if I could hear like the music. So I knew they said they were coming on at like nine. So I just got a few cans. We went on down and then just hung out and someone had propped the door open just a little bit that I just Aww. got to listen to like my favorite band just perform for like the flag smashes, the planet smashers. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Great. St- and I'm, I'm like, wait a second. Like I can just come out here. So like, I don't know if I can get in trouble, but they're, they're doing more shows so i'm just gonna start going i mean not in the next 28 days (laughs) oh yeah true that's true the trues are which is the name of the band are supposed to play this saturday and i was gonna go do it again i mean i i don't know they might i mean they might be able to no one's closed no one's inside yeah they're just filming it so maybe yeah but i i I made you, you gotta through these times you gotta try to find creative ways to entertain yourself so sitting in a in the back of a venue secretly while this band is playing being filmed and i was just i felt like i was doing something illegal when i really wasn't i was just sitting there but what else are you gonna do during the pandemic yeah like (laughs) pandemic life baby like what else uh yeah sorry the twitch was picking me up because i went the pandemics the pandemics it could be a thing (laughs) all these pandemics going on there's more than one (laughs) all the pandemics there's more than one pandemics you kids don't know about my pandemics uh, I'll tell you, I have, there's, there's other pandemics going on in my life. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, because, uh, I love me some, well, first of all, I feel like I forgot to mention something last week on up next. So I'm going to have to like quickly just bring this up because I felt bad for not bringing it up, but fuck Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah. Just yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. But it's okay. We'll give Titus the, the warrior oh, award. Yeah. <laughs> Is he getting the Warrior Award? I didn't hear that. Okay. All right. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he very deserved. Very deserved. It's just, yeah, you can... It's sad that we all... We're all thinking the same here, right? It's, yeah. It's an image thing. It's to cover up the fact that you've got Hogan there. It's... I, I'm 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 just a fan like you guys, but I thought that was pretty disgusting when I saw that. Yeah. In my opinion, but... Uh, no, it, I agree. It's like, why? You just don't need to do that. You just it's don't just need your, to do I that. Don't, I don't see what the gain is. At, at this point, the the best you're going to get is a pop from the crowd. That's the best you're going to get. Right. I don't think you're... I don't think at this point anyone's tuning in to see Hulk Hogan. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is a selling point to people and they go, oh, Hulk Hogan's the host? Gotta see that. But... I don't think so. Yeah, it's... We've seen him on Raw Reunion. It's not like it's The Rock coming back to host it, you know? it's Yeah. It's Hogan, whose name is already dirtied. I don't see what the gain is. And it's just going to cause conversations like we're having now. Going, yeah. we don't want him on the TV. We it's don't just... want to see him. And I, I kind of feel sorry for Titus. Because, like, I'd feel like he's questioning that. Am I, are you only giving me this because... You got Hogan? Because you made me, you're making me do this? Yeah. I, I don't know. The, I, don't I don't know, know the backstage just, thing. I'm just saying that I find that very 
strange that they decided that was a good idea. And mm-hmm. that would make you, you, the backlash behind that on online, like instantly tells you that's a bad idea. Yeah. In my opinion, uh, less, less bad, but still bad. The IWGP world heavyweight oh, championship. Fuck. My heart, my heart broke yeah. when I saw that diva's title. Yeah. What is that? What? So is this an April Fool's joke? It has to be. I don't think so. So that's the new, that's the new title. That's the IWGP world title. It's. I think they've removed IWGP. I think it's just the World Heavyweight Championship. The New Japan title or something? Oh. They're calling it... Whereas the last one, yeah, was the IWGP yeah. Heavyweight title. The this is the World look, Heavyweight That title, title was so, yeah. so hot. And now it looks just like Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo. Yeah. It's very strange. It's just very weird. Yeah, it's... It's always weird because you, you hear about things when things were hit, unified and stuff in history. And maybe, who knows, in 20 years, people might look back at this as one of the greatest moments ever. But the, the title, it, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks weird, mm. but... I'm sure we'll get we'll, over we'll it. We'll get over but... it, but it's weird. I don't like a lot of the titles in wrestling right now. They, they, Me neither. I don't know why I think that's it. what's a shame. The old one was one I really did like. Yeah, that one's one I of the do, best ones. I do like the AEW titles in general apart from the women's i'm a fan of all the others you see uh someone holding that new japan new world title andrade in the near future if he wins the g1 is he entering i mean he should there's yeah. all this this talk from that interview he, he oh did. oh boy yeah i talked with andrew about Ooh. it yesterday um uh it's awesome i think it's awesome that andrade yeah. is just letting it all out there um but yeah i totally see i see roh as his destination and ROH. ROH. And perhaps New Japan as well. Yeah. I don't see him going to AEW right no, now. No, I don't think I don't think that would be as cool. I think maybe if he, I wanted to be uh, in New Japan and mm. maybe do some there's so many matches I would love to see him fight, like all the, the guys there. So yeah, even if it's in like an L I J and stuff, because I mean there's that that yeah. whole thing. But I that just, I wild. feel you could have him doing like maybe ROH New Japan and Strong. So you could always have a a Moxley US title defense against Andrade, perhaps. Yeah, as well. that'd be wild. Um but he's a he's a wrestler I really like and just seeing him be used, I think there's lots of exciting opportunities in loads of different companies. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye. Yeah, definitely. Uh he's someone I we love in NXT. WWE kind of did him dirty, it seems, and he's kind of upset about it sounds like he just wants to wrestle and he yeah. some things pissed him off and he hit his peak and he's like all right i'm out and i want to do whatever so interested in see where he goes uh in the next like year or so uh is there anything else i don't even know it's like a, is that it's, it it feels like it's wrestlemania season i tried watching raw with you that you oh, mentioned was terrible like dude every time i try it's so it's, bad i think that there's a lot wrong with raw but i would say the hurt business is something i think they've done really well i think it's elevated all the guys in it i think lashley you look at him now compared to how he was with his sisters and Sami Zayn and all that i think they look they look cool they're all suited they look like a unit and just breaking them up this close to wrestlemania i i found it very perplexing yeah and the rest of the show was just just so bad just i just i i can't I can't fathom. I can't. I'm not interested in it, like any of the matches. I'd say maybe Sami Zayn 
versus Kevin Owens and Asuka versus Ripley is probably the two matches. Everything else, I can't even tell you. I'm I'm really excited for the main event. Oh, Sasha Bianca should be really Sasha good. Sasha Bianca and the Daniel Bryan Edge Roman. I'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to Like their to. pay-per-views have been alright. So yeah. it's just like this. I I any time I've I've dabbled in and, and tried watching, and usually I just watch and and hang out and we we've been twitching and stuff. But it's just like it's it's mind numbing. But think we we we're coming right into WrestleMania. That promo, that uh, prime target for Cole O'Reilly tonight, yeah. which we're going to get into. That's what I want for Mania. Yeah, everyone talks about my way, my way, my way, my way, because it's such an epic video package getting you hyped up. Meanwhile, I'm tuning on Raw and it's Sheamus breaking Riddle's scooter and. Shane running away from Braun and, and just rap, calling him stupid. A and rap video. Rap bunnies. and Which I get it's because he's a rapper and, you know, that's whatever. But it's just like, I yeah, it's WrestleMania, so we're going to watch it. And, and I'm going to be upset because I already mentioned Hulk Hogan's on it. So I really mm. don't want to watch it. But yeah. we're, I'm just going to get... I think <laughs> I, I am excited for the actual show. I think it's going to be cool coming out away from that arena, having fans. I think they're going to go all out with the set. I think we're going to see some really cool entrances. And I think this year there's actually a lot on paper that could really deliver. You, They've done this year. They're not having, apart from, I guess, Edge would be your legend, but he's kind of wanting to wrestle more than those, the part-timers. I'm surprised you didn't say Shane. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got Shane. <laughs> um, but this year they're kind of going, all right, people seem to like Cesaro. Let's put him in a, a featured match. Right. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, we all know their feud goes way back. Let's put them in a featured match. And I kind of hope they allow them to have more of a takeover style, like, performances. Sure. Because it could, it could be a really good show with a lot of these matches on paper. But every week it's just the creative, especially on Raw. SmackDown is, I, I enjoy, but Raw just puzzling. It, it it really is. It makes me feel dumb, at, like watching it. Like it makes me feel like I could be watching. I could do anything else yeah. right now. I could like. Well, that's why go we. That's walk. why we do Twitch. That's why yeah. we do other stuff it's because like, I can't. Stand I can't it. just sit and watch that. It's so bad. Uh, I, I I know we we mentioned we're we're AEW, we're AEW marks. We're we're into that show, and I feel like sometimes that show. You know, they have their classic wrestling troops that like get you and piss you off, but. They don't treat you like you're stupid. There's definitely no. something different about the way that show is produced. I, I must say, NXT obviously is, is is owned by WWE, and there are moments that are we compare to like this main roster stuff, but it still sometimes don't treat you as like like I'm watching this. There's like the fiend burned and Randy's dripping blood and stuff. I'm like, come on, like what's going on? And like you said, scooters and stuff, and <laughs> I just don't get it. I, I think MVP looks like a badass with that cane and suit combo. Though. Oh, yeah. So Baron Corbin joining the Hurt Business. <laughs> it's fucking great. I can't wait. So we're- Do you think Vince is just going, wait, what's Baron Corbin doing at Mania? Fuck, we Bo- got to get him in there. Bobby Lashley's with Shelton and Cedric? No, switch that around. We got to talk about Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle at worst WrestleMania Oh, matches. we are. Is that on our list? Yeah. I think it should be. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about a show we actually did like today. Yeah. Because we're one week away from TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, which is next week. Again, double watch-alongs, double post-shows, Wednesday, Thursday nights. Uh, and 
this is the go home show. And I'd say they did a pretty good job. Uh, figuratively speaking, there's some good things in this show. We start off though, NXT, March 31st, 2021. Roderick Strong, who has recently had his heart broken, just like all the backs that he has broke. Uh, he's sad because of the Undisputed Era and Cameron Grimes tried to buy Undisputed Era's like, likeness and trademarks so that he could start his own and roddy so there's money on. left on the table yeah here. come on we gotta, come on we gotta capitalize so this is why this match has been set up here roddy versus grimes one-on-one and grimes comes out with a microphone and his his amazing music video uh entrance music he says roddy i know you're frustrated maybe i didn't come over at the right time but there's a lot of money on the table intellectual property and without Grimes, it may be done for, but we can keep it going. So I got something to change you. And he pulls out a shirt that says the, not, it's the Undisputed Era, but it says Grimes the System. And then he goes, look, we even got music. And then the music hits and it goes, Grimes the System, <laughs> and plays the Undisputed theme. Roddy is so pissed off that he jumps out of the ring and just Bonks him on the head, he beats him up, throws him in the ring, and the match starts here. Uh, I thought this was funny. Similar to our old shirt, Mock the System. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, com. Slash up next. <laughs> so uh, Roddy beats him down, he chops him up in the corner, uh, ends up hitting the wrecking ball drop kick to the back, to the outside, and then they hit a commercial break. When we come back, Grimes comes back with the Superman forearm, but then walks into a huge backbreaker. There's a superplex, the collision course, and then there's an angle slam but in midair grimes like reaches for some right before just beforehand he pulls something out of his trunks and then gets hit with the angle slam causing him to drop it he looks like he's just grabbing his dick yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was like wait a second what are you doing pal and he pulls out the undisputed era armband and gives it to roddy and he just it's like when diy with the t-shirt oh yeah and he's like oh i don't ah the armband bringing back ptsd and he's having flashbacks of undisputed era and He's sad, Roddy. And he turns around and gets the cave-in, kind of, from Cameron Grimes and pins Roderick Strong. Yeah, didn't get all of that. Didn't get all of it. Um, Yeah, good match. I I think we all remember the DIY thing, and this is very much just recycling that. But I'm kind of okay with it. It gives Roddy something to do for now. Um, Yeah. And I'm glad it's affecting him. That it's not him. He's just going off doing his own thing. That it is, it is fucking with him because obviously the focus right now is on Cole and Kyle. So, um, shame about the end with the cave in because it didn't look great, but this was all right. So after the match, he's like, now he's, he went from sad Roddy to mad Roddy Mm -hmm. because now he's just really frustrated that like everything's just going downhill for him. So he's kind of freaking out. Midlife crisis here. Poor Roddy. Roderick Strong. More on that later. But a video, a vignette for Karrion Cross, number one contender for the NXT title. It's a video of him training in these like judo gyms and throwing around sandbags and weight bags and doing all sorts of stuff. He mentions he's trained in catch wrestling, judo, striking, and that he's trained to hurt people. And he's going to run out the clock is what Finn Balor is going to do. Sorry. And he's going to try to tire me out, but I'm going to light Finn's ass up. So expect to see the prince dethroned. And then Scarlet talks some gibberish and then says, <laughs> <laughs> fall and pray. So, fall and pray. Fall and pray, says Karrion Cross next week at TakeOver. Um, 
It was, I like the the shots of him actually training in a gym. It makes him like don't don't do the the spooky thing all the way. Like they can be spooky, but he's a real person. There's so. enough spooky. Yeah, they, I think I'm with you. He can be a kind of legit fighter who is interested in horror and dark stuff. Right. He doesn't need a witch doing tarot cards with him. Yeah. You know that's that's too much. I think you can dress like that. It can be his fashion, but I'm with you. I prefer just seeing him like training here and showing how much of a killer he could potentially be. Yeah, they're going for a Mickey and Mallory natural born killers vibe, definitely, in a lot of their stuff. Uh, I know they're big fans. Uh, I I like the fact that they're showing me that he's actually just like this killer mm. cross. I guess that's that's what it is. Uh, but we'll get a rebuttal from Finn later. But then there's lots of videos on the show. It's video heavy, but I'd say it's good lead up to promote next I, week. I, I prefer this, to be honest. I'd rather if you're not going to deliver with some like hot angle. Right. If everything's ready and most of these feuds are ready, I prefer just these videos and hype it up. So it's a Walter video where he's talking about Tomasa Champa saying that you were a locker room leader and... You treat this great sport and you're dominant and ruthless, but your priorities had shifted. And then it shows clips of Champa being injured. And he says, uh, after all these years, Tommaso, you're just a shell of what you once were. And well, my commitment to this great sport is unreached. And I'll continue with this dominant reign of the UK title that he's had for like 9,000 days. So yeah. Walter versus Champa next week, which I'd say out of all of the matches, everything going on in WrestleMania week, I think this is the number one match I'm excited for. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, um, I've been a bit iffy with the storyline going in. Yeah. Um, I feel maybe other factors might have gotten in the way a bit. Um, but no, I am really looking forward to this. I, I think I might be looking forward to some other matches a bit more, but this is definitely high on my on my list. Yeah, sleeper hit will be this match. And again, the the video package here was great, just with the clips of Champa with just Volta giving final boss vibes with this this like heel yeah. heel trailer, wasn't it? This was like the Empire's version of a Star Wars trailer yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, he's like the kingpin yeah. or something. Um, and Champa will rebuttal that as well. But more talking, you talk too much. It's Santos Escobar with LDF in the in the middle of the ring. And he has his title with him. And he says, tonight I want to issue an open challenge. I run the bingo around here, is what he says. And <laughs> he's, I don't, I, I'm like, you You mean you like call the, call the balls? I call the bingo. I guess, I guess. Call so. the bingo around here. Bingo, B52. He says, I was born a champion. I'm the Emperor of Lucha Libre, and that's not a nickname. I wonder if that's a shot at uh, Penta, who's been calling himself the the Lord, Lord? the Lord, Lord of Lucha, Lucha Libre, the Lord of Lucha Libre versus the Emperor of Lucha. Kind of like the Lord, the Lord Emperor of Lucha. Lord I love Lucha. Santos, but you know me and Penta. I think Penta's probably the coolest motherfucker in yeah. wrestling. So I don't know. What else could you be? The Duke. <laughs> the Duke the, of Lucha. The governor. The, Lu- the Lucha Duke. <laughs> the Lucha Duke. Lucha leader. <laughs> Whatever. He- the Yule Lads. <laughs> the Prosecco Posse? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, he says, it's not a nickname. It's a gener, it's a whole generation, hundreds of years. And I'm born out of what I represent. This division, the cruiserweight division, it's based around Lucha Libre. We made this and this will forever belong to me as long as I want to. It's in my blood. Started thinking of that Sean Mendes. I mean, <laughs> it is. And then our friend Trav is <laughs> crying. Yeah. <laughs> if he hears that Sean Mendes song, he bawls. Yeah. His dad must be so proud. Yeah, he just keeps saying Sean Mendes' dad must be so proud if he wrote this. Imagine you're Sean Mendes' dad and you know your son, Sean Mendes, wrote It Isn't in My Blood. Like, you'd be so proud. Yeah. It's, he's not wrong. It's true. I'm sure he is proud. <laughs> Everyone go look up Sean Mendes in my blood. The FIFA commercial. A few years ago. It was fucking lit. Uh, so he says it runs through my brain, my veins and brain. And it's all about blood and tradition. So he opened it. Uh, it's an open challenge here. And well, someone answers this open challenge to Santos. Look, everyone. It's, it's Tyler. Tyler. Yes, Tyler Breeze comes down to the ring, but he has a microphone. He says, there's a difference between you and me. You, you're entitled because you have that title. Well, me, I work my ass off to be here. So I accept this open challenge. And it's Breeze versus Santos. One-on-one here. Non-title, I imagine. Early here, Breeze drop kicks him, sends him to the outside, and he goes to the outside. But Legado del Fantasma, the goon's come after him so he super kicks them as they go to commercial but when we come back santos in control with a gut buster and a surfboard but then breeze comes back classic cruiserweight uh, i'm thinking like here comes the pain hurricane rana and punches three <laughs> style move here yeah. from tyler breeze uh then tyler breeze is rocking some obviously he he's he's the male model he loves his bright colorful gear but he's rocking like more of a black and pink thing oh yeah and he locks in the sharpshooter which looks great 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 submission move. he applied this well yeah he did yeah. a good sharpshooter good, he, he nice should rap. always do it yeah uh he has this hold in but uh the boys try to get involved here so uh he eventually has to let it go and ends up eating this huge like single leg drop kick to the jaw from santos who then does this pop up into the fireman carry into this uh lucha libre driver whatever he calls it driver he- the The phantom driver phantom driver that's right and he pins breeze just like that and uh they go to beat him down but msk come out for the save zach gibson on the titantron with james drake is like turn that rubbish music off you guys are distracted and your bright lights and your memes and we're the team that's laser focused and we'll be the champs and then it like went to break i was like oh wait i thought you were gonna cut a promo yeah it felt very phoned in it was like they just had a load of zach gibson promos on file and they're like oh use number three that one yeah pretty much um i I quite enjoyed the match uh wasn't anything special but i i thought it was pretty entertaining for what it was um and yeah uh I feel iffy about the match just for other reasons going takeover. I'm sure it's going to be very good. Yeah. Um, so you're thinking he should win. I'd like Santos to win. Yeah. I think he's been very entertaining, like a great character on TV recently. Looks great. Has been having good matches. I think has been brought legitimacy to that title. I think it's the best the title's ever felt. Um, I- I'd like to see him be the unified champion. Yeah, uh, I think it makes a little bit more sense uh, for him to win this unification match on Saturday for kind of some obvious reasons. Um, but storyline-wise, just it's a cool story, the fact that there this was a legit 
the title had to like yep. get a there, there's two of them. So I, I am interested in the match, but yeah, I'm on the same wavelength as you as uh, there's other reasons. He he was there was no kind of mention really. They kind of felt like they were like, yeah, this match is happening and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was him versus Tyler Breeze, and we didn't see Devlin at all. Yeah, this week. so I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, no, no relation to Judas Devlin. From- oh, I forgot this is a ladder match as well. Yeah, I completely forgot that. Yeah, that sounds great. It's yeah, going to be lit. Um, where we we were just talking about Judas Devlin. We were, yeah, aka Luchasaurus on the was next. And his tag partner Scott Dawson. Yeah, this was a great episode this week. Mm. Coming out Patreon. Uh, so I, I thought the match was fine. I love that sharpshooter. And I thought that Gibson, usually he like is amazing. And it just felt like you have 10 seconds and uh, yeah, he they, didn't have long. Yeah. It wasn't a focus. It was just like a, Hey, remember us. So the tag match is going to happen as well. Uh, they're just kind of remembering, like, reminding you, Hey, this tag match is happening because we don't have tag champions right now. So we go to the way Johnny Gargano backstage with the whole crew here. And he says that he is Johnny Takeover and he carried this company through these years. And that Cuckoo Bananas, Mr. Regal, is unfit to run NXT. And Austin Theory standing there getting ready because he's in this Battle Royal Gauntlet Eliminator tournament to, to <laughs> the, the, the fucking name that doesn't make sense. Uh, Theory says, well, look, I'm, I'm in this Battle Royal. And Johnny, have you ever heard of the Finger Poke of Doom? Johnny says, whoa, dude, that killed the business. Well, well, did it? Because we're still here. And Johnny says, mm, maybe you're onto something. I mean, a lot of people said I killed the business and oh, I'm still here. You're right. Screw it. Let's do it. So he says, my money's on theory to face me at TakeOver. So he's going for theory to win the whole thing. Uh, and then the the other two are like, we have some business and walk off. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of the way. I, I do like the idea of the way. I do like the kind of, it's like evolution, right? You've got your your four, you've got your veterans, and you're trying to mentor these younger ones. And it's it's kind of cool having two men, two women in a faction. That's kind of new. I just find them so irritating. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's what they're aiming for. Oh, they're, but it's like, completely what they're aiming for. But yeah, um, it's just doesn't hit with me. I don't think it's hitting. It doesn't still isn't working with me. I'm just like, ah, oh. and like the finger poke of doom thing is like, it's funny. Yeah, sure. But, uh, do they edit that out on Peacock? What the, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I do think theory has good comedic timing. I think he, he does play the comedy. He's given well. I say the same about Johnny Gargano. It's just, I don't find it particularly entertaining. Uh, but Johnny, Johnny takeover. I hope he, uh, well, I guess we'll get into who we hope he fights later. But never mind all that shit because everything's about to change. Because after this promo with The Way, some music hits and we see a slow motion image of a dog. You lost your mind here. I started laughing. (laughs) What kind of a dog is this? It kind of looks like our friend Talisa's dog. Yeah, like some sort of chihuahua, chihuahua kind of thing. Mix fluffy thing. This fluffy, fluffy, happy, dumb thing. This really happy dog walking through, like the parking lot, and then just staring <laughs> at the CWC as this like like hip hop inspirational music kind of play, like bram bram, and and then it just cuts away. And goes to commercial. And I'm like, left ear, like, what the <laughs> fuck? What? Why was there this dog prancing around in slow motion? 
More on this to come. Mm. More on this to come. We see uh, Io Shirai last week, and she was in the training room after being destroyed by Raquel Gonzalez, uh, as last week went off the air. And she's like, hey, uh, or a little earlier than that. She says, well, I knew Raquel had it in her, and I knew that's why I picked her. So I want this fight. Yeah, she's such a badass. Yeah. Just this... She's like, yeah, I, I know I can beat everyone else, and she's the scariest one here, so I want to fight her. She's great. I love EO. Yes. So we go to our next match, which is Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, The Way, going up against Gigi Dolan and Zeta Romero. Zeta Ramir? Uh, I've never seen uh, Zeta they, before. They literally flashed their names on the screen for half a second. And then just took it, it out. It was like it was a mistake. It came on and off, so I, I didn't catch it. Uh, well, Gigi might be known to some as Priscilla Kelly yeah. before um, on like indies and some AEWs and, and, and stuff like that there. Uh, but I thought she was with the Goth Bays, with Cora Jade. <laughs> the Goth Bays was my favorite team. I guess going. not. Like, so here she is with Zeta. Uh, so... They, Priscilla, or sorry, Gigi does get some offense in. I, I, I feel like there's definitely something with, uh, Gigi Dolan here. I, I was a big fan of some of the, she did a lot of wacky stuff on the indies, and I guess that's maybe why she changed her name, so it doesn't really can associate, but once I it's think out that's there. a WWE cool. Yeah, I think they were like, you know what, you know, we're gonna change it. Uh, so I, I see some things. She, she's maybe got some things to work on, but I, I see maybe a potential star there. Uh, she gets some offense in, but it's Candace and Indy who beat down on Zeta here. Indy hits this spine buster. There's then the wicked stepsister stomp. And then Indy hits this pretty beautiful springboard elbow, elbow drop for the win here. And the way get their way. Dominant win from the way. Um, I can't say they feel particularly hot going into this takeover, though. Yeah, it's it's like kind of we, we figured this was the direction they're going. Uh, right after the match, Candace and Indy have a mic. Candace says, there's not a woman that deserves to be a champ more than I do. And Indy deserves the champ to be a champ too. We want the tag titles. So they call out Shotzi and Ember and they say, it's our shot, our way, stand and deliver. Outcome Shotzi and Ember on the tank. I love Shotzi's music. Welcome to the ball pit. You can get your ass kicked. <laughs> She says, have you lost your mind? And Shotzi quotes uh, one of my favorite movies, Hook, you've lost your marbles. <laughs> they say, at TakeOver, sure, we accept. We're going to TCB and Ember's Law, and we accept. In the meantime, we'll knock some sense into you. And then they shoot the tank, and it fires some sort of T-shirt over at Indy Hartwell right in the... Yeah. <laughs> right in the way <laughs> right in the way so yeah so this match is now added to takeover which is the women's tag titles for night two which is the way versus ember and shotzi i, I kind of worry about this one to be honest uh, i think it's good the women's tag titles are on the show but um i, I don't know i don't think uh candice and and Indy have really clicked as a team totally yet. Uh, Shotzi is, can be a bit hit and miss. I, I worry that this could be a little messy, this one. I, I feel like it, I feel like I give them a chance. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah I yeah. just, I don't know. I feel flat on both of these teams. Yeah. Well, we go to another backstage segment where we just see Raquel Gonzalez. It looks like she's about to be interviewed or something, but Io Shirai, walks right up to her 
yells at her and says, you cannot kill me. And then just levels her with a shot. They get into this crazy backstage brawl. And it's Raquel who ends up like just fucking Io Shirai up here, like against the walls and stuff. Uh, just crazy. Uh, is this where Io is just like running from behind? Yeah. <laughs> you just see her coming from. It's like when Hangman showed up on the horse. Yeah. Because yeah, you just see her running for ages before the attack. It's fucking great. As Raquel's still there going, and at NXT TakeOver, stand and deliver. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought this was great. You mentioned, I, I mentioned all the time, I love Io Shirai, but you mentioned she's such a badass. Right here was like yeah. some badass energy here. Just coming in and being like, hey, bitch you can't kill me boom fights you and even though she gets her ass kicked she like she, she oh, went yeah. in she 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 went all in so i love it speaking of all in the dog is here uh the chat room are deciding if it's a pomeranian mixed with a chihuahua of some sort okay the dog comes in here um i saw someone in the chat saying this must be a brave dog considering it walked through the parking lot alone here true in nxt uh, the dog is in the CWC now going through the halls again, just like slow motion shots of this dog coming into the arena. He's just really happy. Mm. I think dogs just make, I love dogs. I, I, lo- I follow a lot of interesting like animal accounts on Instagram, yeah. dogs, raccoons, all sorts of things. And dogs are just, they great. just make you happy. Yeah. Should we get a new dog at our new place? Yeah, let's do it. Name it after a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. What would you, what would you name your dog? So no, we're NXT, so Dusty. Dusty would be a good dog Dusty's name. Dusty's a good dog, dog name. Yeah, Johnny, I would say, but Johnny's too, like, generic. Could be, like... Yeah, I, I like proper, like, human names. You can't call a dog Gargano. No. You could, but you, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> what about William? Come here, Willie. Willie Regal. <laughs> you can call cats anything, and it's fine, but dogs always have to have, like, one... Tr- Cats, people call their cats like Dr. Snugglesworth, and <laughs> people true. call their dogs Rusty or Dusty. It's like, this, there's the disconnect of yeah. cats get all the cool, fun, insane names, and dogs just kind of get the one name quick thing. We'll get this dog's name in a little bit. We've done some deep research, but the dog is in the building. We see Roddy packing up his bags, and Mackenzie Mitchell tries to get a word with Roderick Strong, and she says, hey, Roddy, any word on what's, you know, what's in your, what's going through your mind? And he says... I'm done. All of it. I'm done. And he walks out the building and just leaves. So Roderick Strong leaving NXT. Yeah, this is sad. <sighs> I feel... I, I I kind of hope he doesn't return next week to interfere in the match. I think had he have done this angle a few weeks ago, that could be the case. But I kind of hope they honour this and he does disappear for a bit before they... Kind of work out how to bring him back. He'll go be a dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Uh, Fire Frank in the chat says we should obviously call the dog. If we get a dog, call it Dave Mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> the pit bull, Dave Mastiff. Tomohiro Ishii would be the name of my pit bull. Uh, we go to Raquel Gonzalez going one on one with Zoe Stark. So Zoe is the new, like, uh, kind of up-and-coming wrestler here had that match with Io and then the tag, and now she's got a one-on-one with the number one contender, Raquel. And she's lights up Raquel pretty quick, like running all around her. She's pretty much like a firecracker here. But then Raquel just overpowers her. But Zoe comes at her with a shining wizard in the corner and then goes for a crossbody to the outside. But Raquel catches her and then throws her into the like post. Uh, 
D- Dakota Kai tries to get involved and Stark like just clotheslines her over this barricade, taking her out of the equation. Hits this pump knee and then this running knee that looked like it hit Raquel right in the face. Oh, right in the face. And gets a 2.9 count here in the commentary are losing their minds. Beth was like, like, well, that was it. That should have, that was a three. Uh, but then Raquel goes for the tornado bomb. It's blocked. And then this like, almost like a corkscrew into a blockbuster from Stark here for a two count. But then Raquel has had enough playtime here and just picks her up midair with this tornado Texas bomb, whatever she calls it, and nails her with this and pins her just like that. Uh, I was I don't know if it was Twitter, but or or feedback or something last week. But someone said that Raquel does like it was on our feedback. Was it feedback? Yeah. Someone said that Raquel does a really bad choke slam, <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not choke slam. It's it's this like one arm power bomb, yeah. and it's so impressive. It looks great. Like the like to be able to lift someone up like that with one hand is very impressive. It's such a great finish, uh, especially her size. Uh, I I thought this was a fun little match. Me too. I really like what they're doing with Zoe Stark. She's she's been losing pretty much every week, but has been having really good competitive matches against the top women in the division. Um, I don't think she comes off looking bad at all. Even though I don't think she's even got to win. Or she's got to win above over like a jobber or something. But she's lost to Dakota, lost to Raquel, lost to Io. But I still think she looks great out there. And Raquel giving her a big win. I think Zoe's a little bigger, like definitely bigger than Io. And just showing how Raquel can throw her around um, just shows exactly what she can do against Io. Uh, I thought this was good. Yeah, it kind of helps get Stark over too. She's this new like prospect here, mm. and she, she doesn't really want any of her matches, but she's definitely showcasing that she can go and becoming kind of a little bit of a staple here already. Yeah. I'd say uh, so. Shout out Zoe Stark, but shout out Io Shirai, who is not done with Raquel. She comes running out after her, and then again Raquel swats her away and throws Io against the like caged wall and glass plexiglass wall just lays eo out and stands tall here this would not be the end of this <laughs> here tonight <laughs> yeah it tonight was like the reverse braun Strowman beating up roman remember i'm not finished with you yeah. and then he throws him off a stretcher puts him in an ambulance tips over the ambulance <laughs> this is very family guy ask like, yeah she, she's coming out for the fight and i loved it kick. i yeah. thought it was great more on it later I, I absolutely love it so now we see the dog is is running around and is just running this show hall of fame legendary status here this dog uh i i could be wrong but i believe the dog's name is presley Okay. I could be wrong. He looks like Presley. He looks like a Presley. He's very, very cute dog. Yeah. He's just so happy to be here at NXT. This is the best. This was the highlight of the whole show is the dog clips. We get Kushida backstage who's being interviewed and he says, nothing's going to stop me tonight in this Battle Royal Gauntlet Eliminator tournament to determine the. Oh, <laughs> Kushida says nothing will stop me, but he's interrupted. Pete Dunn comes out and he says, hey, mate, I heard you. I heard what you said. Listen to me. I already hold that crown of best technical wrestler, so I dare to prove me wrong. Dare you to prove me wrong. And Kushida says, I heard you too, and we'll see tonight. So these guys want to prove who the best technical wrestler is. Where are we going to try and do so in a match where you've got to throw someone over the top rope? Oh, boy. Yeah. 
To determine the number one game. <laughs> you mean the the Gauntlet Eliminator the Battle, Battle Royal? To determine the final entrance in the Gauntlet Eliminator on night one of NXT TakeOver Standard Deliver to determine the number one contender for the North American Championship against Johnny Gargano on night two of NXT TakeOver Stand Deliver. Yeah. That one. That match? Yeah. <laughs> now you know why we're not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> So we go to our prime target. And remember these? They do these like video packages and kind of a little bit longer than, than average and kind of showcasing and highlighting feuds or rivalries or, or big matchups coming up. And we haven't seen one, a proper one in quite a long time. Mm. They, they used to do these and they were killer. They used to do like half hour specials on the network on different days for these yeah. things. But here we have one here. And I will maybe boldly say this is one of the best NXT videos I've seen. This was incredible. Hands down. I, yeah, this was awesome. I, I saw Triple H tweeting this video out and I was like, hey, dude, who did this? Cause you need to like mm. let the people know. Cause it's so fantastic. Uh, I thought this video was great. So it's a prime target with Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, this whole rivalry with everything going on. Uh, we see Kyle in his vest and, uh, he, he got, he was wearing the, the Joy Division shirt last week, and now he's in a Nirvana kind of phase because everything he's just depressed and angry. <laughs> he's so he's feeling so grungy, and they show photos of them like being friends for years and how like super young they were when they were friends and wrestling all over the world. They were just babies everywhere, just crazy. Uh, they say they were attached at the hip, and then they came to WWE and took over. And clips of Undisputed Era forming and just like all the history of Adam Cole. And Kyle O'Reilly here is really fantastic. The shots of them setting up the gear and then Adam Cole in like his suit talking and then clips of Kyle. Like there's this clips of like Kyle, like on a beach in slow motion, but like silhouette. Beautiful. Like Like, Lion King silhouette. Yeah. It sounds weird. I'm like, yeah, he's just this dude on a beach, but I'm like, no, no, the way it's shot is like the sun. So you can't, it's like the colors are just him and like vivid orange and like a a sunset essentially Uh, just well put together video. And then like the cherry on top is like this, this clip of, it shows all like the undisputed era wearing suits and all their title reigns and all their victories and then the final split and then finally when like they're clashing and the 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 police chase and or whatever the this the, the footage from the gym and all this stuff and like the video has rain effects that come through like the video and the graphics that look like it's actually just raining there uh, i thought it was so sick this was awesome the the music they picked, uh, thank you to John Sino who found it for us, uh, was Demon's Breath by Michael Smorowinski. And to me, it kind of reminded me of um, Ramin Jawadi, who does the Game of Thrones music, okay. just really epic, classical. Yeah. And then it kind of went into a more uh, O Fortuna, like dun, 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 dun style music. It was epic yeah. and gave me goosebumps. And I think actually made me more hyped for this match than the build has up until this point. They kind of took that whole segment from last week, the uh, the sit-down, and I thought I thought it enhanced Kyle's performance from last week because it was pretty much his voiceover for the whole of With this. With Cole, yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought this was excellent. And if you're someone who just dips in and watches the takeovers... Definitely watch this oh, before watching the match. I'm sure they'll air this before I'm the probably, match. Probably, yeah. They should air this before the match. Again, it's probably like five minutes plus long, I would say, but it it was great. Uh, it just highlighted everything in a great little package, and it makes you instantly want to watch this match. So hyped up, so big. Uh, 
NXT, I, I say what you will, but their production here in WWE is top, and and the guys doing this in NXT, uh, whoever did this video, so we assume it was Sean Ryan, right? We assumed it was the guy who did the OTT videos. The, the whole rain effect was very yeah. like he did in the OTT videos. Well, if anyone, I, I've tweeted trips, but you know he's a busy guy, so mm. someone find out. Let me know at Up Next Podcast at the Brady because. Uh, we we can't say nice enough things for this. This is wrestling. This is this yeah. was like gave you the feels of the my way like thing. Oh, absolutely. There was there, was, absolutely. there wasn't any limp biscuit in it, but it's okay. It didn't need it. It was just like showing you this this great. It's definitely the clips of the years of undisputed era makes mm. it like oh yeah, I'm ready for this match. Like great great stuff. So we go to our next match. Some great more great stuff coming up here. Caden <laughs> Carter and Casey Catanzaro. In a tag team match against Tian Sha. So Xia Li and Mei Ying are, were scheduled to wrestle this match. They advertised it with the graphic of Mei Ying. Yeah. The, the scary face and all, but she's just sitting on her throne. She's not joining Xia ringside or on the apron at all. So Xia is just going to do a handicap match. Xia versus Caden and Casey and well, She's getting beat up. There's like a flipping leg drop from Casey. Uh, Zaya goes for this like suplex, but gets inside cradled for a near fall. There's then this like jumping, twisting code breaker <laughs> from K- Casey, who then Zaya sells this code breaker like Scott Hall selling the stunner <laughs> at WrestleMania 18, just flying up in the air. And then Caden decides while all this is going on to, to, Get out of the match, go up the entrance ramp, up to Mei Ying, who's sitting on this throne with Boa, and says, hey, you, you want to get in our business? You want to attack my girl? And, sorry, is it Mei Ying? Mei Ying then reaches out and grabs Caden around the throat. And Caden just, from this, this hold, starts to choke and starts to fade and starts to pass out just from this, this choke. And then... Mei Ying, smoking that good good, just lets out this big vape hit of <laughs> vape cloud of smoke that goes into Caden's face, which then she just passes out and falls asleep as it cuts back to the match with Xia Li hitting her like spinning roundhouse kick to the head of Casey and pins her. Tian shot, well, Xia Li win this match, but... May, the story here is Mei Ying vapes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been a big fan of the whole Tian Sha thing oh, yeah. kind of up until this point. Me too. <laughs> um, I love the idea of Xia Li going through this ancient kind of training camp and being inspired by these legends of the past and stuff and making her a greater fighter. I kind of like all of that. Um, as soon as you're doing like the Darth Vader death grip and blowing smoke in people's faces, uh, yeah, it, it got lame for me and it's, it's more oogie boogie shit in wrestling that there's, yeah. there's just enough of it. And I know some people really dig this stuff and it, it's not for me, unfortunately. And I think we've been saying this week after week, I feel Zia Lee's kind of selling a bit too much. I want to see her come out as more of this killer and just she should have just taken out the two of them yeah and i think they've caden and casey have been awful baby faces as well they're just mean just keep your nose like <laughs> keep your nose out of their business you know yeah 
I, I agree. I liked everything. For me, it was like the whole build up for weeks and weeks. We were like, what is this ridiculous story? Where is it going? And then it kind of got this like serious tone and we were like, okay, let's give it a shot. And then when they did the animated story, it was like, okay, this is something that kind of hasn't been done at wrestling. And then it's like, they're going straight to the well of, well, she, she has this smoke that she blows into your face and you pass out. Kanan looked like she passed out right away from getting the grip. Come on. That's- I mean, she was grabbing her like, throat for a while yeah so. but it's wrestling like <laughs> come on i think she should have blew the smoke right away to be more effective still ridiculous but you know you know may ying's hitting them dabs she looking like <laughs> getting lit up in this she can wrestling. join the rain vapors of yeah carter and big show tn shah yeah that's fucking she's just getting lit out there damn yeah yeah imagine that may ying hanging out with big show Boa's obviously doing it off camera because he hasn't taken off those sunglasses he's inedible. at all. Yeah, heaven. true. Yeah, he's covering those red eyes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> the the visual of her with the smoke is really funny because it's like, fuck, of course, pro wrestling. They mm-hmm. got to do this ridiculous stuff. But I am a little sad because I'm like, I thought the story was going in a different direction. And I guess I was let down. Yeah. And in, in unfortunate. Maybe they can turn it around again. But... Yeah, I mean, to think we were talking about, we think Zia Lee, when she does her big return, needs to just take out EO and be going right. She's still very, very far away from that. Unless they use the smoke, the vape cloud, the cloud of Tian Sha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. I guess it needs to be a strain now, though, doesn't it? Tian Sha. Tian Sha. Yeah. Is it like the thing I got today? Got this crush mint and it tastes like mint but it's weed it's insane the future is crazy yeah. can't <laughs> can't go out and see people but at least i can smoke marijuana that tastes like mint <laughs> 2021 you shouldn't be blowing smoke in people's faces <laughs> in be. these times i know yeah. you're like they're not wearing masks and they're wrestling and, and stuff they're in the oh, it's bubble Caden carter and casey catanzaro <laughs> they don't care <laughs> Uh, smoke clouds smoke that good kush tian shah here on nxt i love it you love to see it i want this but with like matt again i'm talking about the characters uh i want to see like matt and mike seidel on uh aw dynamite hanging out with uh angelico and jack evans they do a similar angle Mm. where they blow smoke in someone else's face but it's weed smoke and then like they do it to a character who doesn't like 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 the librarian or uh the pretty Peter dude or someone. Oh, I'm sure the rascals and MSK are going to yeah. be very curious to hang around it. <laughs> They've been, ha- they're yeah. a unit now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're a team. Definitely. Treehouse sessions with TN Shaw <laughs> and MSK. And then get, I want, I want them to just, I want to see a segment with MSK smoking bowls with, uh, fucking Miko Satamora. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she lost to Kaylee Ray. <laughs> So, we're all excited about this vaping Mei Ying, but Raquel Gonzalez, backstage, yet again, <laughs> someone's still trying to interview her, goddammit, and this is where EO does the run, the long, winding run here, and attacks Raquel from behind and beats her up. It's a brawl, people are trying to separate them, but this time, Raquel picks up EO and throws her through a fucking wall. This looked awesome. She did the whole, like, picking up by the head thing and pretty much smashed her head through the wall. Um, yeah. This, to me, looked more cool than that, like, 
uh, what was it, Raven Kane Big Show through the wall thing, which I enjoyed at the time. What was that, WrestleMania yeah, 17. 17? Yeah. But I thought this, Raquel just putting her head through the wall looked awesome. Like, clearly they made it for this yeah, spot. but but still would hurt. It looked great. She... The camera then, like, runs around, and they see Eos on the ground covered in, like, the drywall-like yeah. stuff. But she's taken out and be thrown through this wall. I just thought this was so great. And then it cuts to Raquel, who stares at Eo, just beaten and beaten down. And she's like, stay down. And then puts her knuckles together, like, <laughs> like Corey Graves. So, <laughs> I can't say that's the last time that these two fight. Okay, it's time. What's the deal with the dog? The dog running down the entrance ramp now in slow motion and comes down to the bottom of the ramp and there's feet, there's legs, someone's standing there and it says, see you April 13th, which is the first Tuesday night episode of NXT, love Frankie. Mm. So now we know the dog's name's not Frankie. I don't think because I looked up the dog and it was Presley because apparently this Presley has its own Instagram. Well, maybe Presley has to change his name. <laughs> the dogs, even dogs yeah. gotta change their name when they come to WWE. Well, what if it goes to another promotion? You can't be Frank. You can't be Presley and yeah, yeah. Fuck. So wait, who's is Frankie? The dog's name is Frankie, apparently, according to Darkstar. So the dog's name is Frankie. I mean, I- I'm going by someone in our Twitch chat right now. So right. okay, well, so we all think that this is leading to Taya Valkyrie. Mm. Yes, that, that makes the most sense. She's had the dog on impact. Yeah. Uh, she clearly doesn't want to... She's got plans on Wednesday nights, so she's sticking with Tuesdays right yeah. now. She's like, no, I'll come back then. Yeah. Start then. Um, but yeah, uh, cute dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just like dogs. They're great. They're great. Uh, I think Ty is going to be good in NXT. I don't see her being long in NXT. I think she's a main roster act. Um, but inject something a bit fresh to the women's division yeah so i'm i'm down for it yeah she's got some some history in in pro wrestling and i i thought long time ago i was like oh i wouldn't be surprised to see her in wwe and then it took a long time but i'm kind of interested and happy that she she got there uh mrs morrison i believe right so maybe create a unit where like she joins them and something she has that i think she'd fit that act of mrs morrison very well um so i i'd say come down have a match against eo and a couple of others and then go up I, yeah, I guess so. So apparently the dog's name is Frankie. I don't know. Okay. I still I still remember Tori Wilson's dog, though. You thought I was going to say Tori Wilson's puppies, but I met her dog. <laughs> Chloe? Chloe the dog? Man, I remember Tori Wilson's dog, Chloe. Uh, I wasn't really watching then. Well, even for Tori? Tori. Tori was nice. I like Tori. And Chloe. We get a promo for NXT UK. I love the Titantrons on the SmackDown games you could watch. That's you need, you need you need to take twenty five percent off right now. You need to calm down. <laughs> That's something you would say on a Patreon show. Yeah, I, I thought for a sec we were doing what's next earlier. If you know, you know. I I don't know. That sounds weird. Ruins uh, no. <laughs> You've been smoking that May Ying Kush. <laughs> So uh, NXT UK has a promo. They talk about Pretty Deadly, the tag team, uh, the tag team champs over there. Uh, they're doing a prelude to take over next week. So if you're interested, check that out or listen to Shot in the Dark with John Cena on this very feed. 
15 minutes or less, he fills you in on all the wrestling that you don't watch and uh, recommends the stuff that you should. He cherry picks for you. And, yes. Uh, so he talks a lot about uh, NXT UK and, and those guys. Maybe he'll be talking about Andrade in Ring of Honor in the near future because I know he loves watching Ring of Honor and Dark and Dark Elevation and fuck, there's a lot. All of, of it. There's a lot of All of, of it. Anything that's not NXT Raw or SmackDown, basically. Did Chris Masters win some title too? He's the NWA champion, I think. What a time. Yeah. To be alive. We go to Tommaso Ciampa cutting a promo here, sitting down on a chair. You know he loves sitting down on chairs. He says, when I was in surgery, my wife, along with my baby girl, gave me this necklace. And this is the necklace Walter ripped off me last week. But Walter, it's okay. You didn't know that. But... It reminded me of my story. You say I've changed. Well, I have. Now I block out the hate and I just trust the people who believe in me. And well, I thank people like Danny, like Brody, all these people in my life. And Walter, I'm going to chop your damn head off. He says, I've been there. I've been champ. I've been on top of the mountain. I know what it's like to clutch this world title And I can climb it again, but it changes a man. And I've changed, but I'd rather be a man fighting for something than than, than not. And well, you want the old me? Well, you're going to get next week the Blackheart, the psycho killer in seven days. You'll get your answer, but it's going to cost you the UK championship. And it's a long fall from the top of the mountain. Buckle up as he throws the chair. This was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, this was one of my favorite things of the night. Um, he feels to me like Kevin Owens or Eddie Kingston, where it's, you've got a big match, just sell it. He Have three minutes and just sell the match. And he's so good at doing this. He's so reliable. I think if you ever need a few to feel legitimate, Champer is the one to put in it. Uh, I thought this was great and made me even more hyped for this match. Yeah, this was a fantastic promo. Uh, I Like I said, this is the match I'm most excited for, and this definitely gave it that little edge for me with Champa mentioning the psycho killer, Kescuse. Uh, I, I I thought, this guy does no wrong. Why, why can't he just still be the guy if he's cutting promos like this? I kind of want this him to somehow win this title so it makes things a little bit more interesting mm. because then that just opens the door for so many different things. But... Uh, I'm genuinely excited to see these guys just have a banger of a match. It feels like both guys are like, hey, man, uh, we should wrestle each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would be cool. It feels weird. What Do you think this was always the plan? Probably not. I do mean, you think last... it was meant to be Thatcher Walter? That's less exciting. It is. But do you think that's where they were going? Maybe or we Thatcher were get, Walter fight pit? Or getting some sort of tag or something. We're going to get Thatcher Walter eventually. eventually I see, yeah. yeah, I see Thatcher maybe siding with Champa. I, I don't know if he should join this Imperium or, or not, but for me, they're not even, fo- even tonight, they didn't focus on the whole story. They just said, hey. No, that's why I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Do you think Thatcher shows up in Costco? Well, remember, what was it? Thatcher and Wolf went fishing. They went fishing. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, I'm just genuinely excited in watching these guys wrestle. I, this is the one match out of everything I'm I'm looking forward to because I hope it's Uncle Paul Triple H like, hey, just go out and do whatever you want. Go have a great match. Go go for a half so. hour. Just yeah. go kill each other. Do it. Uh, I'm I'm super stoked for this match. And Champa can still deliver these promos. Uh, but let's see if if he's still at the top of the mountain for 
takeover matches and titles. We go to Finn Balor. I mentioned there's a lot of talking, but there's some good talking on this show. Finn Balor says he's expected cross for a long time. It's takeover, not if, but when, and it's next week. And well, nerves make your, your arms, your legs heavy, knees weak, arm spaghetti. I mean, wait, mom spaghetti? Mom yeah. spaghetti. He says rules don't apply to me though. And it shows clips of him training and like throwing around giant weights and bags of sand. chains and lifting heavy things. He's just so jacked. Um, he says, I don't get gassed out. So, uh, next week, his title, the champion, he's going to retain against the killer cross. Um, I, I, I watched, uh, Jason Statham movie the other day, and I know that trailer dropped for that new Guy Ritchie one that's coming out, which looks so, so lit. He reminds me of that. Like, he's some, like, European, like, hard-ass guy that is just some action movie star that he's in his own. He's too, he's so, so serious and so excited and just really focused. I don't know what it is, but his character, yeah. wor- his character works for me, is what it, I'm oh, saying. Oh, it's working so much better than it was before. I do find it funny yeah exactly yeah because he's like dude you're so intense (laughs) but this is so much better than the old finn balor character yeah 100 percent. i'm way more invested in this character he's he's genuinely cool you've Mm -hmm. done it you've you've done it finn you you, you've done the demon thing and it was cool and stuff but everyone everything does evolve and you've done it 100 percent properly yeah you look cool Uh, i i want finn balor to retain uh next week me too we go to wade barrett and some puppet (laughs) (laughs) yeah he looks like a ventriloquist dummy shout out Vic joseph i love Vic joseph but uh not really. It's though. the suit and the hair, I think. <laughs> Bless him. Love Vic Joseph. Wade's a good looking lad. Yeah. Yeah. He they they they're here to explain this match. <laughs> this main event match. This is funny. So it's one of those things. We do this on the game. This is how we de- like determine who's in an elimination chamber. We do a rumble and the final six are going in or whatever. And I think they thought it would be simpler than it is until last week. And then I think they realized, fuck, we, this sounds a lot more complicated than it is. <laughs> so you just have Vic and Wade in the middle of the ring doing a PowerPoint presentation. Right. This is how the match works. Yeah. Is they look, that's what I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking Vic Joseph or Wade. Oh Barry. no. Just like, but I'm they had to do joking, this though. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm like, oh man, like, fuck, uh, so they explain this match which we mentioned the name is like so it's like the gauntlet eliminator battle so it's royal. A battle royal an 11 man battle royal well it was 12 but roddy left roddy left yeah they even altered the graphic because they they're did. like he left he's he gone. left he quit yeah took his bull gone home <laughs> um battle royal 11 men where the final six participants will enter Night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver in a gauntlet eliminator match, which is essentially an elimination chamber match without the elimination chamber. And determine the entry order is in which order you're eliminated in the final six of this match. And then the winner of the gauntlet eliminator goes on to face Johnny Gargano night two at NXT TakeOver Stand Over Deliver for the North American title. Simples. Sorry, can you repeat that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't that's what that's what Wade said. He's like, it's actually quite simple. No, dude, it's actually fucking not. Uh, it is, it's just a mouthful. It's just a dumb idea. It's King of the Mountain uh, style. Like, what? Uh so 
Yeah, so that's this match. So Isaiah Swerve Scott comes out, but he's instantly attacked by Leon Ruff, who's got some beef with Swerve, but they're both in this match. So we go to commercial, but when we come back, the ring is now starting to fill. Well, it is full. We have Pete Dunn, who's also in this match, Bronson Reed, like I mentioned, Swerve, Leon Ruff, Tyler Rust, Dexter Loomis, L.A. Knight, Austin Theory, Kushida, Cameron Grimes, Jake Atlas, and they're all going at it. Um Dexter just stands in one corner and doesn't move for like the whole match. Everyone goes over to fight him and they go, mm, no. And then they like go and continue fighting other people. Uh, we have Isaiah Scott who eliminates Jake Atlas pretty early on here. Reed then does this like butt bump to Austin Theory, but he like falls onto his back and the ref's like, your feet didn't touch. Like you're still in this. So he's trying to like come up with this Kofi Kingston. Yeah, he tried spot. the Kofi spot. So he decides doing a kip up is the best way to do it, and then he's eliminated. So they're like, "Yeah, your feet touch the ground, so you're out." And he's like, "Ah, oh, damn." He's like, "But it was a good kip up, though. It was. It was a good kip up." Kushida and Pete Dunn are beating up different guys, and then kind of re- look over at each other, and they're applying different submissions to different people while like staring at each other. <laughs> it's like this, like just fucking like. It's like Lord of the Rings, Gimli and Legolas. Like, <laughs> killing people? Killing American people. people? Yeah, it's pretty Three, much. Three, four, like Ambar, they're, like, they're looking over at each other like, what's this fucking guy doing now? It's just a pissing contest. So then they eventually just go face to face. And like they're like, let's bring it. So they start fighting. And Kushida locks him in the hoverboard lock. But it, they're, they're, they can't control themselves. They fight over the rope somehow and get eliminated. Yeah. So both Kushida and Pete are eliminated here, but then they're both trying to fight and they're separated. So it, these two seem to have some drama going on. Mm. Mm. We go to commercial when we come back. Johnny's now on commentary and he's like, yeah, so we have our final six. Uh, we got down to here. And Johnny keeps telling Beth, you think you know me. You think you know me. Uh, so we have what? Rough, Scott. Bronson Grimes, who then tries to pay these guys off, like, hey, and let me swerve. and swerve. So yeah, Scott. So and LA Knight and Loomis. Yes. Right. So all these guys win this match, but they're still fighting for the order of the match. And I believe it's it's uh LA Knight who wins by doing like a sneaky Yeah, so rough Ruff gets eliminated first, then Swerve. So they'll enter one and two in the Gauntlet Eliminator match. Then Bronson will enter in number three. Then Cameron Grimes will be number four. And then uh, Dexter Loomis will be at five. And LA Knight will be the final entrant. I uh, I, I didn't think this match was... Pre- I, I know they tried to do something creative. So I'll give them props for that. But it was kind of a clusterfuck. It was kind of a mess. It was kind of stupid. Just do a story if you have someone mind, in mind for this match for TakeOver. Instead mm. of playing it out. And now we're going to have to watch the six men... like. Basically, an elimination chamber without the chamber. I enjoyed the last one they did. That's when Kyle won to go on and face Bala. I right. thought that was a good match. Looking at the people here, um, I don't know. Okay, I, I do like Swerve, Ruff, Bronson, and Grimes. The other two, I'm not so sure about. Uh, I think it could be a good match, but it was just way too convoluted. Not really a big fan of Battle Royals. I think with the talent involved, it didn't allow for a really good match yeah um la knight fired up and got in johnny's face afterwards i quite like that um kind of showing telling him he's gonna face him and he better do all his studying because he's gonna be against la knight um but yeah i i wasn't really a fan of this match i was pretty high on this show considering it's like this 
go home show, but I really thought the promo work and the videos and, and stuff leading in for next week was really good. And then this was our main event and just kind of dragged the show for me. It kind of was just like, ah, oh, like this could have just been earlier in the night. And it's, I've always felt that with the, uh, you know, that diamond ring gimmick. Yeah. When it's the final two, we'll then go on to have a match the next week. It's okay. LA Knight won this, but really the winners were over half of the competition because they're all going to be in the match next week anyway. Yeah. And it's going to be another kind of multi-man thing. Um, I think for a big takeover and especially for a title, you want more of a proper feud. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Just seems really weird. And that's looking at the people involved. That makes me think it could be Loomis because that's the only feud Gargano's actually been having. Mm. And I don't like the idea of that at all. I think, um, I think it will be. It's Loomis or Bronson. It should be Bronson, and Bronson should beat him. Yeah, too. But uh, I could see it being Dexter, and I don't really want that at at all. But. Uh, overall, this was the low point of the show for oh, me. Definitely. Yeah. And it sucks because a lot of the guys in this match are pretty talented and, and kind of are in that weird mid, like low card, mid card position where it, it would help them elevate, but it's just so messy and silly. But even, I, I even feel Bronson going on. I'd kind of want, if he's going to win the title, I'd like a good feud Story. and a build yeah. up with Gargano. So. That's why I kind of think we're getting Loomis, which yeah. sounds awful. Well, LA Knight wins this, which means he's last to come out in this gauntlet thing on on the the, the night one. And he will, he goes over to Johnny and says, like, I'm taking that title. And Johnny says, uh, you can't hang with me, dummy. So uh, he's maybe that'll be the, the match. LA Knight versus Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I I want to see Reed be the guy uh, out of this, but it could be rough. There's the history with him too, but I don't. We've already seen the rough matches, yeah. so I can't see that. Swerve has just turned heel, so I can't see them doing heel versus heel. Grimes is a heel as well, although I think that match could be entertaining. I've seen Dicky in the Dicky Bird in the chat. Shout out Dicky Bird, um, who says AEW went off the air and then everyone tuned into NXT to kind of catch the end because they always do the overrun mm. and it's Dexter and LA Knight in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> They just just like ah, no disrespect. We're like ah, no, but that's not exciting stuff. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Uh, But and I and I turned you and I said, "There's no way they're ending with this." Mm. And boy, was I right because out comes Io Shirai. (laughs) That's right, back from the dead. She comes out and she grabs a microphone and she starts yelling in Japanese. And then she whips the mic down. She's basically, I, I don't, I know I'm not too fluent in Japanese, but I think she pretty much said the things like, get the hell out here. Get out in Come now. fight me. I'm not done with you. So Raquel comes out. It's a scrap. It's a brawl. They're going at it. But now referees are there. Trainers are there. I, we saw Scotty too hottie earlier in the night. One oh, of yeah. the trainers too. Shout out Scotty. Uh, now like the women's roster, like the low mid card talent of the women's, just the whole roster is like just pulling these, these two apart. And then EO just decides to f- start fucking up these, uh, I almost said jobbers, but enhancement talent, like just punching them, show left and right. And then does this like crazy springboard crossbody. To the outside, onto Raquel and everyone, taking them out, and then standing tall. But will she deliver next week? This was fun. I thought the EO and Raquel thing, and definitely needed something like this to end the show. Yeah. Um, Fire Frank in the Twitch chat says, was this the equivalent to Mankind and Triple H fighting throughout the Canadian stamp? Yeah, very Pretty similar. much, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed this. I think it's going to 
again make for a nice video package once they splice all this brawling into it next week. Yeah. Um, but I am looking forward to this match, and I thought this was a good way to end the show. Yeah, 100%. I needed something, and this whole fighting thing throughout the whole show was kind of funny and, mm. and, and badass at the same time. And I, it makes me so excited to see this match. And it's main eventing night one, respectively. Yes, it should. So I'm super excited for, for this match as well. I'm way more excited for the takeover than I am of WrestleMania. And I guess that's not, that's kind of been the MO of wrestling fans for yeah. quite a while, but no shocker there. But like the takeover cards to me look, both nights look really good. Uh, and I can say that they have announced another match, which is Pete Dunn versus Kushida. I believe night one. Night one. Night one is stacked. Yeah. Shall we go through predictions now or do some feedback? Let's do some feedback because overall, uh, I, I really liked NXT this week because of some of the promo work and the production value of these videos selling me the story. The prime target was fantastic. Uh, and I, I loved a lot of the stuff people did leading into this. My down, my, my lows of this were, was the actual like wrestling on the show. I, I think that was the thing with me as well. Uh, I thought. All the in-ring stuff, nothing was bad, but nothing really. I wouldn't tell anyone, oh, you've got to watch that match on NXT last It would be the prime target. But I'd say watch the prime target, watch the Champa promo. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of it this week. Yeah, that's what we thought of NXT from March 31st, 2021. But let's see what you guys thought. Forum.postwrestling.com, part of the Post Wrestling Forum feedback threads. We'll answer any comments or questions you have here. Would you like to start off, good sir? Uh, we start with a message from Charbel that you can read by going to forum.postwrestling.com. Oh. And then we go to Frank. Right, you can't read that. <laughs> who says, show was pretty good, I thought. Bottom line, as the go-home show did it... Sorry, Frank. Uh, <laughs> show was pretty good, I felt. Bottom line, as the go-home show, did it make me sufficiently hyped for Stan and Deliver? Yes, it did, and then some. Can't wait. Shout out Doggy Morrison, Champa's fire promo, and the production team on that Carl and Adam video. And whatever May was smoking. See you next week. What are you smoking, Frank? <laughs> Frank was smoking this week. <laughs> We go to Mystery who says, Hiya, Raquel getting the advantage at every turn except for the end of the show makes me think EO is retaining with the division as heel heavy as it is. EO is the only credible singles babyface in this division, especially with Raquel bulldozing everyone else. Plus Tian Shaw basically winning handicap matches. I don't think the title changes in the cards. Strap a rocket to the dog and push them to the moon. NXT champion. Next champion, sorry. Yes. Io Shirai just celebrating and dancing and acting completely unhinged at the end was great. We go to Magan, who says, Roddy Grimes had a clever finish that echoed Gargano Andrade with a piece of merch to throw him off his game. If Roddy figures his way into the Insanction match, I'll rage. Zoe Starks going from strength to strength. The EO Raquel brawls got progressively more intense as the night wore on until after the Battle Royal. The vignettes with Tyre's dog, Frank, Frankie running around the CWC was adorable and a great hook for the Tuesday transition in a couple of weeks. Breeze in singles capacity always works. Can't Fandango get the same kind of love? Prime Target was fantastic. Balor and Cross can have their little fun. The main event, in my eyes, is Adam Cole versus Kyle Riley. Make it the main event, night two. I think it should be. Yeah. The dueling promos for Walter Champa were very good. Champa especially conveyed a lot of passion. His hair halo needs to go. <laughs> I kind of like it. I kind of like him looking vet. just old and yeah. rough. Um, the rest of the takeover cards got filled out the way I expected with the Battle Royal setting up Kushida, Pete Dunne and furthering the Swerve Rough feud 
I'm going to need coffee to get through this loaded week. It's going to be eating lots of coffee. Yeah, good job I lost my job. Got <laughs> <laughs> to watch wrestling all week. That's right. Uh, I see one more here from Maddie B who says, yo, 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 love the prime target type of thing you rarely see in WWE anymore. NXT usually brings it with the prime targets, but this got me super hyped for the match. Can't wait. Walter Champa going to be a hard-hitting banger. Both of their promos were top-notch. EO and Raquel really ramped up the intensity and really looking forward to the match. Not really sure who I want to win the gauntlet, but Johnny Takeover always rises to the occasion, so that should be a good one, hopefully. All in all, solid show that got me amped for next week. Can't wait for the BDE's Ultimate Takeover WrestleMania week. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Appreciate you, boys. We appreciate you, Matty B. We appreciate you. Yes, we're going to be doing so many shows. You guys are going to be like fam. We're going to get real close with you guys. <laughs> All these watch-alongs. We're doing watch-alongs for two nights of TakeOver and two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah. That's crazy. Probably f- SmackDown as well. That's insane. Maybe Raw. Hall of Fame. Calm. A lot. You need to calm down. To what calm else? Down. What's GCW doing this weekend? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so that's all feedback. So apparently everyone feeling the same way. Like, hey, all these videos did the right job oh, for, yeah. for hyping up TakeOver next week. Should we get into some some predictions? Let's do it. Again, we're going to be doing double the shows next week. So that means two shows, one Wednesday night and one Thursday night for both nights of TakeOver. But let's go into some predictions. of Yeah. Uh, yeah. So night one, we have Pete Dunne versus Kushida in a singles match. Um. I want Kushida to win, but maybe it would make sense if Pete's been on this kind of run. He was in the main event of a match. I don't I don't know. What do you think? Kushida? I'd like Kushida. I, yeah. I think Kushida could be a fresh, like, I, I think he's fresh for either that North American or that main title scene. Finn, Finn Kushida? Finn, yeah, Finn Kushida. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Volta versus Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I said that Champa would, it, it would just be this weird, like, monkey wrench of Champa winning. Cause mm. it'd be like, wait, what do we do now? So honestly, it doesn't make much sense, but I'm kind of for it. But I just, I, I, I think we all win just from this match. But, uh, I go either way with this one, but I'll say Champa. I, I'll say Champa. Fuck it. But it's, it's Walter. <laughs> I, I think Walter, yeah. I think he's going to continue this epic reign. Uh, he's got to face. Finn at some point. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone Isn't loves he... a unification these days. Is that going to happen? He's doing some some other title match, like the same day, technically, because they pre-taped it for the, NXT. The prelude. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, he could lose it then, and the match could be altered to Champa versus that Rampage guy. Mm. So, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. We've got a six-man gauntlet eliminator match <laughs> to determine the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship on night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. It's between Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and LA Knight entering in that order. I want Bronson Reed simply because I want the good Bronson Johnny match. I'm going to go with what I think they're going to do, and that's Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma. It's the battle of the three initial teams going for the vacated. NXT Tag Team Championship. Oh, man. I think you need to reattach that rocket to MSK here and go all the way up with with these guys being the champs. Uh, I love Grizzled Young Vets as well. And you could give it to them and have MSK go for that chase down the line in the future months to come. But honestly, just give it to MSK. Let them do the the funny, memeable stuff and just run being champions and and feud off with so many different teams. Because the other two teams are heels. Yeah. So it's like there's so much more opportunities to, to make stories and stuff there with that. But MSK need to need to go 
I can see MSK winning to get that kind of WrestleMania weekend happy yeah. moment. I see them dropping it very quickly to Grizzled Young Vets and then having the chase. The chase from back. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want MSK. Uh, I, I know it's, you know, you know, that, that, that Mei Ying cloud smoke is now legal in New York, mm. but I don't know if it's legal down in Tampa, but they might need to celebrate yes. Mei Ying <laughs> after that match. And then the final match for, uh, Takeover Night One, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. It is the main event for the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, uh, this whole build of Raquel just the past like half a year to a year of just dominating everyone has been fantastic. And we're all like, yeah, she's got to be the one to finally dethrone Io. And then all episode tonight is just her beating her up. And then, of course, Io got the upper hand, so they're trying not to tease you. But uh, I'm kind of similar on the Walter Champa thing. I just want to see this match, and I don't really care the outcome. But if you've been listening to me for a little while, you might know. That Io Shirai gets me high. She's the genius of the sky. And she's retaining. Okay. I've decided. Um, I love me some Raquel Gonzalez. But I, no. I'm really curious with this one. Because I kind of feel... I'm wondering who the other challengers are there true. for Io. So I think it's maybe time to flip to Raquel. It kind but of what is a rain Io's had. And I wouldn't be mad if she continues that. But I'm going to go with Raquel. Dakota, Dakota Casa the match. Oh, yeah? Okay. Set up that. Fuck it. So that's uh, night one, which they announced tonight's going to be simulcast on Peacock. I don't know if that's, I hope, means the network as well for like us Canadians and well, the rest of the world. Um, yeah, does that mean no commercials? I would assume so. There better not be commercials. In which case, that's how I would like to watch it next week. Um, but stacked, stacked show, that's a lot of big matches to fit into that two-hour window. So um, it... It's a shame it can't be a little longer, really. Maybe it will. Maybe. They've got the over on. They go like 10, to 10 plus minutes sometimes yeah. over. So, yeah. And then night two. You've got Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart taking on the way for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Ember and Shotzi retain. I think Ember and Shotzi. I think it's too soon to have three champions already with this title. They're going to TCB. Yeah. Jordan Devlin taking on Santos Escobar to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight champion in a ladder match. We didn't get any Sean randomly coming no out. No Sean dancing. this week. Uh, I think it would make sense for Santos to win this match. Um, but I expect this to be quite a, a pretty good match. But I'm going to go with Santos. I'm going to go with Santos as well. I think he's been a great champion. Time to unify them uh, and see who else we can have. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What else is on that show? Johnny Gargano taking on Dexter Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, or Bronson Reed. Yeah, we'll move away from that. Uh, I'm going to say Johnny Retain. Shh, no, Johnny loses it. Okay, Dexter Loomis is your no. new North American joke. And we have an unsanctioned match, Adam Cole versus Kylo Riley. This is the real main event. Uh, I think I think it needs to be Kyle beating Cole. This is very similar to the Ring of Honor story, mm. but it needs to be Kyle beating him, I think think but how dastardly would it be if like roddy or bobby cost kyle the match or something i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see obviously they're they're doing a lot of the beats from the champa gargano feud yeah and gargano won that first match there so if they are following that i would say kyle so he needs Um, kyle to win kyle kyle needs to like show him up and prove that he's not the lapdogs i think 
I think we might see this match again. Mm-hmm. And I think we are going to have that stip at some point where loser leaves. Loser leaves town. So I can see, I'm going to say Adam Cole wins this one. And Ooh. then down the line, Kyle beats Cole to yeah. get rid of him. And finally, the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor retains and Karrion Cross can go play with The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Uh, I agree completely. Uh, Finn Balor is just this next level character for me. And I think it would kind of shock me that they would pull the trigger yet again on Cross when it's a way colder thing. Out of all the matches this week, it's, it's not one of the li- the ones on everyone's list that no. they're, they they could say they're most excited for. And it's unfortunate. It's just both of these guys were champs. They were injured and, and stuff. But Finn's on this great run. And... I don't know if Cross can bring it like the past few matches that we saw Pete bring it. We saw Kyle bring it. I don't know if Cross can do it. So Cross kind of needs to, we keep saying this about Cross, but I feel like now is the time. Like he needs to show that he can deliver a match or maybe his, this style is more main roster. Go to raw, go to SmackDown right away. I'm with you. I think maybe him mixing up with the likes of Lashley, Drew, Sheamus, just the big lads on raw who smack each other hard might be, might be better for him. Uh, I want Balor to win. I definitely see there's another Kyle match in there. I kind of, yeah. I kind of see that like you know Masawa Kawada. Kyle can keep losing, but you're as yeah. soon as you book the match, you're going to be interested in is this the one? Is this the one? So I think you can absolutely go to that. I think Finn Balor's got more in this reign. Yeah, we mentioned you could do that Kyle match years from now. You could do it in this year. You could do Kushida challenging TV programs. Like I just think there's still more in it with Finn. Like, mm. have Finn go on this epic reign. And I, yeah. I don't, I think it would just kind of be a little cold if, uh, Cross were to win it, unfortunately. Um, I, I don't know where you go with him as champion. Yeah, it's really. like, all right, it's cool. It's not very interesting. Kyle versus Cross. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I think I'd say both knights look takeover level cards. They've got, obviously, we're used to just the five matches on a takeover. We've got 10 here split across two knights. But I think I wouldn't be disappointed with going to either of these cards. Yeah, they look no. great. Yeah, this would be great if you if you could go. Yeah, to them. I'd say I think I might be more interested in night one. Night one, but I am really interested in Cole both. versus yeah. Ryle. Both, Ryan. both are great. Both look good. We're going to be watching a lot of wrestling. We are in the next few days, so come hang out with us. Follow us on the socials at Up Next Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. Go give us the likes and retweets. All the little stuff helps there, as well as the Patreon. Again, only a few bucks a month, and you get all these podcasts that we do weekly podcasts. All the stuff, including the tailgate, all that stuff. Go check. Sign it out. up tonight. Yeah, sign up tonight. Tonight, the- tomorrow. I mean, it's yeah, already tomorrow. it's already the first of April. So happy April Fool's Day, and yes. uh, go sign up and let it be a little joke a little trick on us that yeah. you you go and support us there on the patreon because we do so many podcasts all the stuff we did spider verse we did so many things up in the last month that's stacked and uh north american tier gets you access to everything so if you want to uh support the bde go do that and ha- we're gonna have a lot of fun wrestlemania week so give me the green light because i'm ready to go i myself brayden harrington you can find me twitter and instagram i am at the bray d and you can find me at davy portman don't forget to join us for bd elite uh live on twitch as well so nxt we we do wednesday nights and bd thursdays 1 p.m eastern time as well we'll be talking all about dynamite this week the arcade smash up mashup can't wait can't wait thank you for listening take care goodbye be safe And I can't wait to see more dogs in wrestling. Ahoy!
holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.